Hey friend, man, if there's anything I know about the fruit of the spirit, it's that it has been a lifeline for me when it comes to the way that I react, the way that I, the standard, you know, that I hold myself to when it comes to communication and reaction, not just with my family, but with my friends inside my business. And I think if there's one thing that the enemy wants to do, it's to, it's to trigger us, right? To trigger us, to act out in anger, to be super reactive, to be unkind, to do things that are uncouth, to not be gentle. Um, and, and, you know, it's human nature to do the exact opposite of the fruit of the spirit. And so one beautiful resource that we have is scripture. And scripture is here to give us the guideline, to give us the way that we can stay aligned with God's will Yes, for our life, but also for the way that we act, for the way that we react. And so today we're going to dig into how to use the fruit of the spirit as a Christian in your business and in your work. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business or ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha, Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. So the other day, my boys are outside playing, and we've got some land, and so they are building this house. I don't know if any of you have seen the show Alone, but we watched the show Alone, which totally inspired them to build their own shelter. <laughs> so they were in the backyard finding natural resources, they called them, stuff like uh, a metal pipe or a piece of PVC or these grates that we use to protect these little tree saplings that we were trying to grow. And um, I guess much the benefit of us having some random trash out in the backyard, one person's trash is your kid's treasure apparently because they were so excited to find all of these natural resources to build their shelter. So as they're building out their shelter, I'm so excited because I am able to sit down and finish out the, that day's work. One of the things I love to do is be done working by roughly 3.30, 4 o'clock every single day so I can go and be present. Well, it was Wednesday, which is early day. And so the kids were, I mean, amazingly giving me this extra two-hour pocket of time to finish my work, you know? So I was like, woohoo, I'm in a groove, man. I'm like, here we go. I'm, I don't even remember what I was doing. I think I was like doing KPIs. It was like month end, something like that. And so I'm doing my work and I am super hyper-focused. And then I hear the dreaded mom. 
mom. He gets louder and louder. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, Landon. And so he comes into my office and proceeds to tell me that Miles wouldn't let him play with him and he wasn't letting him build the bathroom to the shelter. Now, let's really hope that the boys did not actually use the bathroom to the shelter, being that we have (laughs) a fence that you can totally see through. However, boys be boys. And I said, okay, can you solve this on your own? And he says, no. And he's got tears rolling down his face. And I hear Miles bang the door and I'm like, here we go. So everything inside of me, everything inside of me wanted to just like shut them down. I mean, I'm like, you know, get over it, get along. Like, can't you see that I have another 30 minutes of work? Like, can't you just please get along? Like, I just wanted to honestly explode. And, you know, I I felt this familiar, like frustration creeping up this like, ugh, like I want to, I want to finish what I'm working on right now. And that like achievement mindset that I have, my, my like, go-getter, you know, that's just who I am. Like I want to finish a project when I get started and when I'm in the groove. And like, I honestly felt like they were like derailing me from my progress. And I felt like, you know, I was being interrupted and like, God forbid that my children need something at this inopportune time, you know? And this little whisper from Holy Spirit crept in and said, patience, 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 gentleness, mama, Ah, love. And I just heard the whisper of Holy Spirit wash over me and remind me that my very first priority in this moment is to see my children in their pain and frustration and not to minimize it and not to belittle it, but to really like lean into it. And so against all the emotion of my humanness, I surrendered to Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. And I, you know, calmly and patiently looked in their eyes and we talked it out and we came up with a solution that took 20 minutes, friends, 20 minutes of conversation to get to a resolution that everybody felt really great about. And honestly, work was done for the day. I couldn't get back into it and that time was lost. And old me would have been super frustrated and resentful, but the new me, thank goodness we've been made new through Jesus Christ, the spirit led me was like, I'm so happy that I did it this way instead of shutting them down, yelling at them, being frustrated with them, which and then like creates a bigger problem, right? It creates a mountain out of a molehill when I am the um, solution. I am the solution. I am the gatekeeper. They don't know how to solve things biblically. Like this is up to me right now. So I was really proud of myself and it's not something that I naturally do. It's a learned behavior. So I share that story with you, friends, not just because I'm sure that you can relate (laughs) to being interrupted, to dealing with sibling rivalry, but I'm sure that you can relate to these situations, not just at home with your kids or even with your spouse, but also in your business. You know, there are so many triggers and things that come up as we kingdom women of God. So many of us moms or grandmothers, so many of us married. And even if you're not married, you're dealing with with this in your family life. You have friends that you deal with this with. And we all deal with this when it comes to business. It's the stuff that I believe Satan baits us with. Um, He puts out these little hooks with bait on them. And he tries to dangle them in front of our face to get us to lean into our human tendencies of sin, right? Of reactiveness. And we're called through scripture, um, 
Paul shares in Galatians 5, through 23, the fruits of the spirit. We're called not to gratify the desires of our flesh, but we are commanded to walk by the spirit because Holy Spirit lives inside of us. But how, how do we actually do this? Not just in our life, but also in our work and our business. So first let's begin with what are the fruits of the spirit or the fruit of the spirit? First is love, second joy, third peace, then patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Let me say those again. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Beep, 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 beep. I'm interrupting your regularly scheduled podcasting to bring you a very, very special deal from my personal graphic designer, Ali Moreno, who runs a happy mompreneur. She has built my entire brand and so much of it had to come from me literally not knowing what I wanted and her endless, endless hours incredible amount of patience. So if you love what you see over at stephaniegass.com, if you love my podcast art and you are a Stephanie Gas student and you're here in my community for this weekend only as a fun Black Friday sale, you can save 30% off of any Happy Mompreneur templates. This is her website templates, her podcast cover art templates, or any other template that you see over in the shop at stephaniegass.com slash graphic designer. Go shopping, get your brand revamped, get set up for success with a beautiful Shopify template, highly recommended, 100% custom created by my designer, Allie, and 100% ready to plug and play so that you can have a beautifully branded site, podcast art, and everything in between for next year. So stephaniegass.com slash graphic designer and your code to save the 25th through November 28th is going to be Black Friday, all one word. Coupon to save 30% Black Friday. All right, back to our regularly scheduled podcasting. (laughs) Now, when we think about this, this means that we're actually embodying all of these fruits in the way that we, we live, the way that we speak, the way that we react, the way that we guide our family, the way that we show up in our business, the way that we podcast, the way that we send emails to people, the way that we hire someone, the way that we lead a team. I mean, the way that we lead ourselves. I think it's so critically important to to note that these are something that is not natural for you. It's not natural for me to choose patience, you know, over frustration. It's not natural for me to to choose self-control over yelling. It's not natural for me to choose gentleness when I want to be harsh, right? It's completely opposite of everything that we are. And so this is the beautiful thing is that we have the choice to learn and to embody these fruits. And over time, I believe that it's gotten easier and easier and easier for me to choose to live spirit forward. Now, God doesn't promise that this is easy. He doesn't tell you that this is going to be something that you're going to snap your fingers and be able to do. He just directs us to do it. And when we hear a directive from the Lord, we're to do it. And we're to do it not only sometimes, but we're to do it all the time to the best of our ability. Now, will you fail? Sure. There are absolutely moments that I fail. I probably failed today at something in here. Okay. 
Um, actually, I can remember an instance this morning where I failed at this and it had to do with getting frustrated that I felt like no one was helping me this morning as I got ready for the day and I felt frustrated and I felt like I was being pressured to get everything done and every, nobody was helping and I, I chose to be impatient. So obviously we can see a recurring theme of Stephanie's weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> but what is, you know, what is your weakness in, in this list and how can we, how can we embody these things? So one of the things I wanted specifically to talk about in today's episode were how to use the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your business. Now, I think that it all begins with first a invitation, inviting and asking the Lord and Holy Spirit to help you embody these different attributes inside of your work. And then second, so first is the invitation and it can be, it's a prayer, which we can pray together at the end of today's episode. But the second thing is intention. It's intentionally practicing these fruits, right? So if you find yourself in your work, um, comparing often, which then is a bait, right? We have to, we have to look at things inside of our business and discern between like, Am I being baited right now to lean into my humanness? And if so, like that's a beautiful opportunity for you to choose the fruit of the spirit. God allows us to be tempted. He allows us to be triggered so that we can choose because it is a choice to choose the, the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the spirit, right? That verse that talks about temptation, it's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So many of the escapes for me from my temptations, from my triggers, from the bait that Satan tries to catch me with are these fruits, these specific different attributes of the fruit of the spirit, choosing love in that moment where you just want to be straight up frustrated with somebody. And you're like, you know what? God loved me enough. God loved me enough to forgive me, you know, when I messed up, when I was in a bad mood, when I said something, you know, that I shouldn't have said, like God chose love and I can too. You know, the choosing joy, choosing to look at your blessing, even though you're in a hard time, even though the business isn't working the way that you want it to, or you're not making enough money or that client call didn't go the way that you wanted saying, you know what? I'm going to choose joy anyway. I'm going to look for the things that God blessed me with through this, this experience. And every single time, the hardest things and the most frustrating and the things that infuriate you the most are the, the waiting, you know, the, oh man, like the excruciating waiting period that's inside of having a, growing a successful online business, come back to the joy in the journey. So having that intentional perspective of like, where's the joy today? Next one is peace. How can you find that peace? Even though maybe you're unsure if this is working. The peace is in letting go of worry, right? There, today has enough worries of its own. So don't worry, fixate on tomorrow. That verse about like letting go of worry. Peace, like peace over you and peace over your business. And just, you know, one of the beautiful things I heard recently was wait on the Lord. Like not just wait on the Lord to come get me like second coming. I'm over here like looking out the window, guys. I'm like, Lord, Lord Jesus, is today the day? I think the moon was red. There's a reddish tint in the moon. I think, <laughs> you know, I like can't wait. I'm like, the world is a hot mess express, Lord. Like, let's go. 
but more so like waiting on the Lord right now, like in this very moment of frustration, in this very moment where you want to react, in this very moment where you want to send the scathing email to somebody who left you a bad review on your podcast, to the very moment that your team member, whatever, they didn't show up and do the thing that you wanted them to do and you just want to call them out. Wait on the Lord. Sit and allow God's peace, Jehovah Shalom, just wash over you. God's peace is available in every single moment, no matter what is going on. Patience, man, do I need to explain this one. I already gave you guys lots of examples of how I fail at patience. Um, and I think that's why God tests me in my patience so often so that I can continue to grow. I can continue to choose patience. And um, this one, this is critical for all of you in the season of motherhood, trying to grow businesses and your kids need you. They just need you. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. And so for us as these kingdom women of God and moms and business owners and wives and taking care of your home and whatever else the things you're doing that you're doing, uh, maybe you're working full time, you know, as well. Maybe you are a grandmother, so you're also taking care of the littles. Like maybe you are trying to find a spouse and that pressure is on you. And like the fruit of the spirit says, be patient. Because the truth is we are not on our own timeline. We are on heaven's timeline. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. So if God has already a, appointed a time for everything to happen in our lives, he's ordained it already. It's been written before it all began. You know, who are we to pressure God to change his timeline? So I think patience is so key. Then we have kindness. How can we be more kind? I know that for me, <laughs> this one is also, I'm like a straight shooter, you guys. You can ask my team. I am just a straight shooter, which I think is fine. But I also think that it's great to wrap everything that you say in kindness to really discern through what comes out of your mouth before it actually reaches someone's ears. Because things that you say can be stones, right, to someone else's heart. And so really asking yourself, like, is this the kind thing to say right now? Is this the kindest thing to do right now? And is there another way? Uh, next is goodness. And this is truly, I think, a heart posture of just making biblical choices. Like every single thing that you do in your business should be from a good place, from a truthful place, from an integrity place. And if you do that, just ask yourself. You guys remember when we were in high school and we wore the WWJD bracelets? Let's like bring that back. What would Jesus do? <laughs> there have been some moments in my business that I'm like, you know, th those choices, like they come up and you've got to really make some hard decisions of like, is this the, is this a good thing to do? Is this a good choice? Am I, am I being a good and faithful servant if I do or even don't do this, right? So going through that, that goodness lens, that biblical lens and really checking your heart Three left, we have faithfulness. Faithfulness is us taking care that we are correctly and adequately speaking out what is actual truth with conviction, right? What is biblical truth? Um, and it requires you to be in the word. And so something I think that's so interesting here is that one of the fruits, the fruit of fruits, 
fruit of the Holy Spirit is faithfulness, yet we can't have it without God's word. And the word is God and God is the word. So how can you get into the word? Because that directly impacts you in your business because you're able to embody faithfulness. Second to last is gentleness. So this one would look like instead of reacting in frustration or bursting out, you know, and, and making that ridiculous post that you want to make because somebody said a thing or did a thing or whatever, or you're frustrated because something didn't happen in your business that you thought would happen and you just want to react. You want to react so much because you are human and you so desperately want this to work. And, you know, I get it. But the truth is gentleness. How do we convey what we want to convey, what we feel convicted to say, but in a gentle way, right? In a faithful way, in a good way, in a kind way, in a patient way. So much of this does come back to your words. And so that gentleness through your words and that gentleness through your action in your business, I think is so critical because you are a reflection of the things that you say and you are a reflection of the actions that you take. And so what type of leader do you want to be? What type of business owner do you want to be? Because you will attract what you are. And the one thing I want to be is I want to be Christ-like. If there's anyone who I could model leadership after, if there's anyone that I could model um, loyalty after and how to shepherd people, it would be Jesus. And that comes from living out these fruit, fruits of the spirit. And lastly is self-control. And this also correlates to gentleness because this is holding yourself back and really remembering that that verse about um, temptation, because one of the easiest baits, I believe, of Satan is to get you to spiral out of control. Self-control, not control control. The Lord is not calling you to have control. He's calling you to actually surrender control. This is a different type of control. This is self-control. So checking your anger, you know, checking your impatience, checking the tone of your voice, checking... um, Checking the, the, the cruel things that you want to say or that you did say. Controlling yourself before you send the text. I remember, oh my gosh, I remember one night I was in the, a big fight with a friend. Like, I don't fight with people. I Like, if there is anything about me, it takes so much to make me angry. I, I attribute this to God because it didn't used to be the case. But now I am able to, like, I let anything go. I am super calm. It really does take a lot to make me upset. But we just had it out, this friend and I. And it was really a miscommunication and one thing led to another. And we were texting and it was not a good idea. And I was laying in bed and I remember like she had sent this other text and it really, really made me upset. And I was so angry and I was so frustrated. I was like, how could she? You know, after all the things I've done for her and I had like all these, this like pent up rage that like it was, it was like crazy. And like Satan's just, I'm sure he was like, <laughs> like I got her. And I remember having my finger, I wrote, like not a nice text back to her. And I had it on my phone and I remember laying in bed and I was like, and my husband's like, you are like shaking. Like, what is your issue? And I'm like, and I just sat there and like my thumb literally would not send. Like I could not get it to push the button. And I heard the familiar whisper, self-control. I don't think Holy Spirit said self-control. Holy Spirit said, don't you dare send that. Don't you dare dare send that text. You are not a middle schooler. This is not godly. This is not biblical. Like you need to look at yourself in this situation because obviously 
most of the time when we're in a big fight with somebody and we're feeling so, so attacked, like a lot of the times, you know, it's just a reflection of us and, and something that we, we have equal part in doing. And that was totally the case. And so I didn't send it. And I woke up the next day and we went weeks, if not months, probably months. And I, because I didn't send that, I was able to restore the relationship, which truly would have been broken. And I apologized and we move forward and talk about humbling yourself and learning from the fruit of the spirit. I think one of the greatest gifts we had is the ability to say, I'm sorry. And it's the ability to, to, to be open and honest with the things that we need to change. And I don't know about you, but one of the things that I've learned along the way, somehow, maybe this is God just helping me out, is that I love to be called out on my stuff. I love to see where I am weak. I love to notice where I'm struggling. I like to see where I am not embodying who God's called me to be because the quicker I can change it, you know, like it's not about perfectionism or hiding the things that you fail at. It's like, man, I really stink at patience and I'm really going to work on that. And you know, what's been really cool, you guys, is with my kids at night, we pray for the things that we need help with. And so one of the things that I'll say is like, Lord God, just help me embody patience to be, you know, so calm and discerning before I act. Help me to just react in love and this patience, like God's patience. And the kids hear me pray that. And it's kind of funny because your kids are taking note a lot more than you think that they are because the other day we're laying there praying and one of my kids was like, they prayed for their thing, which is typically help me to not antagonize my brother, Lord. And then the other one says, help me not to scream when my brother antagonizes and makes me mad, Lord. And then they go and help mama with her patience. And it was like this, this like bittersweet moment of, oh my gosh, they're noticing that it's okay to pray for our weakness, but also like totally calling me out. <laughs> so just a funny story for you to know that uh, you are not alone in the ways that you fail, the ways that you struggle in your business and not even just in your business, but in your motherhood. If you're married, in your marriage, with your friendships, with the way that you react to stuff, like we are so human. And that is exactly why God allows this stuff to happen and to be hard for us because we need him. It's by his strength that we can change the way that we react and I think one of the best ways we can do that is by beginning to employ these uh, beautiful fruits of the spirit in our own life, in our business. And I challenge you today, friend, to get out a notebook and pen and to just journal over which of these fruits do you struggle with the most and then to say a prayer and surrender it to God and to help have him help you start to embody the opposite. And then I also want you to journal over the one that you feel you do the best and then thank God for that because he is so good and he wants to help you. He wants to help you live spirit forward. And this is one of the greatest tools in my arsenal. And I, I now hope that it's one of the greatest tools in your tool belt as we continue to rise into our kingdom authority, growing these businesses for the glory of God and staying steadfast to the call that we have and basically rebuking Satan left and right because we have got this. We are equipped. And God is beside us. 
And P.S. If you need some help with some spiritual warfare, with any battle plan or stronghold that you are facing in your life or in your business, I do have a battle plan for you that uh, was a download from God from Psalms chapter 18 that I think would truly, truly bless you. And that's at stephaniegass.com slash battle plan, totally free. And it goes along with a podcast episode, episode 490. Okay, let's pray together, friend. Lord, we completely surrender our humanness to you. We ask you to exchange our natural sinful tendencies, our reactiveness, our frustration, our anger, our impatience, our unkindness, and all the pieces of who we are as humans and sinners and exchange it for who we are in Christ. We have been new. We are a new person and we live spirit forward, Father. We help you. We ask you to help us embody that, that we would just grow into this version of ourselves that is godly, that we would lean into and look to who Jesus was as a leader, as an encourager, and help us to have those character traits and make those choices in our own businesses and also in our homes and with our families, the way that we parent and with ourselves, Lord. You are so good. You are so faithful and you are the way maker. Thank you for helping us, guiding us, leading us, stretching us, and even triggering us, Lord, so that we can lean on you. Thank you for creating perseverance and trial by the trial by fire so that we can become more resilient to do this work that you've equipped us to do. We love you. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave Mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.